Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing conversation for small business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, where we help small businesses become big businesses. As always, you can join the conversation by calling in with your questions at 805-285-9865. Or you can share your thoughts on Twitter. Be sure to use the hashtag MTFW. Now, let's get the conversation started. Good morning, everybody. Hi, everyone. This is Lorraine, and this morning, Allison and I. Good morning, Allison. Good morning. Sorry to step on your line, boss. No worries. I left you sitting at the desk um, at, while I'm out running around. I think you, you probably figured you needed to start this. Well, you know, someone has to hold down the fort here in Indiana while you are working on your tan in Florida. I wish that was the case. I am enjoying a little bit of blue sky and sunshine in Florida, but I am enjoying it through a window because I'm hard at work. Well, let's get to work on today's topic. We are talking about how small businesses are using social media and specifically looking at the data from our annual uh, social media survey, which polled more than 400 small business owners and employees. Absolutely. And, you know, this this survey is, is kind of fun because we've been doing this now for, this is our fourth survey, so we've been able to kind of see some progression. We've learned a little bit, and then we've also kind of made some tweaks um, every year to learn different things in the study. Absolutely. As I said, we polled more than 400 uh businesses, and the majority of people who answered were small business owners. About 70% of those who answered owned the business themselves. The rest were employees. And these are from all across the country, as well as a few from uh, Canada, Australia, and England. Yes, and that was that was kind of a fun addition, and I'm hoping that um, in next year's study we get more people from around the world. Um, there's not there's not enough this year yet to kind of slice and, and look at what the Australians are doing in any meaningful way. But as it continues to grow, I think that will be fun. But one of the things that we did this year that we had never done before is we asked people about their customers. So was their target market consumers, businesses, or both? And we really got some interesting differences in the survey based on, um, you know, what their target customer was. And, and, and I thought that was kind of um, a, an interesting point that who your customer is really is beginning to drive social media behavior. What do you, what do you mean? Give me an example of, of how you saw that in the survey. Well, the, the first thing was um, we saw it a little bit in um, – how they were spending their time. Um, uh, folks that were focused on the consumer segment, um, obviously, and, and you know, not surprising to anyone, Facebook was definitely their primary go-to medium. But um, only 26% of that, those companies said they were spending an hour or more. Interestingly, companies that were business to business are actually spending a little bit more time. 30% of those companies said they were spending an hour or more. And companies that were trying to target both segments, because they have to spend time on so many mediums to reach all of their customers, 32% of those companies said they're spending more time. So it seems like 
consumer-focused businesses, I would have thought they would have been the most active because it's a very conversational medium. I get the sense they're jumping in and jumping out, where the companies that are business-to-business, it's a little bit more time-consuming for them, and companies that are doing both are kind of having to straddle the fence in, in a lot of different areas. You know, that actually doesn't surprise me because what we found was that, by and large, uh, Twitter usage among small business owners is still, it's not its not the most dominant network out there. I believe uh, 17% of all business owners said that Twitter was their primary medium. But far and away, Facebook and LinkedIn are the two most dominant. When it comes to Facebook, which is the uh, go-to medium for those B2C consumers, you know, that is very much a broadcast network from a page perspective. You talk to your fans. You don't talk to them that many times a day. With LinkedIn, the B2B-focused network, that's very much about creating personal connections. If all that you're doing is posting status updates, you're not really going to unlock the full power of LinkedIn. But if you're taking the time as a B2B company to, uh, you know, connect with people, reach out to people, use some of those advanced search functions, dive into groups, that's when you're going to see dividends, but that takes a lot of time. Well, it takes a lot of time, but it it also it's kind of interesting because I think a year ago, I don't think people were really thinking about LinkedIn as a social network the way they are today. I think they were thinking about LinkedIn as an extension of their address book. The medium has become, in my experience, a lot more conversational. Um, the group function has really um, gotten a lot stronger. People seem to be actually dialoguing more in very focused ways on LinkedIn, and the survey is definitely bearing that out. Well, I think that's because LinkedIn has made some really smart business decisions. More than any of the other social networks, LinkedIn has never forgotten who they are, and what makes them successful. They don't try to be about cat photos. They don't try to be about B2C. They know that their true power is in connecting people, and they have done some great things to get rid of noise, like cutting out people who plug directly into Twitter feeds. They got rid of that. When they found features or sections of the site that weren't working, like events, they got rid of that. They're constantly refining until they get a very pure and focused product and I think that people are appreciating those changes, and that is why LinkedIn is seeing this big surge in popularity. I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, and the other thing, you know, we, we were talking a minute ago about, you know, kind of the differences based on target, and, and I find that really rewarding because I keep telling my customers, you know, and our customers that they need to be where their customers are. And so as I see people sort of differentiating, I take that as a good sign. But the other thing that I thought was really interesting was how much time companies were spending. And the smaller the company, the more time the individual person is saying they're spending on social media. And I think some of that is, um, you know, in the one- to five-person companies, I think people are trying to do wear so many hats and get so much of it done, they can't share it as much. Um, I'm wondering, you know, if networks like LinkedIn, where it's, you know, very focused, it becomes more attractive to those businesses that are trying to get as much done as they can um, and still manage their time. 
Absolutely. On LinkedIn, you're not going to be chasing nearly as many rabbit sound holes as you would on either Twitter or Facebook, which while we did see, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the other networks that people are using, but those are by far the dominant big three. That, that, that has not changed in the last year. No, um, and the one that hasn't changed that I'm no longer surprised, maybe I'm disappointed, um, G Plus still does not show up on anybody's radar. Even after 18 months, um, it's not just that it's not their primary network. Um, in certain, you know, in most segments, they're spending more time. Business owners are spending more time on YouTube than they are on on G Plus. It's just not yet showing up as an integral part of anybody's day. That is a very important point. Um, on our survey. Um, 43% of people said that they did not have a G-plus page. That was not applicable to them. Compare that with 33.5% who said that it was not applicable that they had a YouTube page. So mm -hmm. by and large, um, people are simply not. Um, and even those who do use linked, uh, who do use Google Plus, 14, almost 15% of people said they logged in less than once a month. Only about 12% said they were logging in either daily or several times a day. You know, and um, uh, that just speaks to the fact that, you know, despite um, how much Google has pushed it and promoted it and tried to make it uh, integral, um, you know, the crowd is going to speak and, and the community is going to um, gravitate to schools that add value to their business, and I think um, that, you know, that's why, you know, LinkedIn continues to, to dominate and, and has consistently dominated the results in the survey. Well, it's dominated. Um, well, let's, let's point out a little bit of survey bias there. Do you want to tackle that, mm -hmm. Ross? I um, think we yeah, have to address that. You know, and, and um, uh, we distribute the survey through a variety of mediums. We... Uh, send it out in our email, we promote it on Twitter, we promote it on Facebook, um, and I reach out directly to my community on LinkedIn and I send them a link. And um, both this year and last year, more than half the respondents, um, and I, we, we use different collectors so we can see which, which placements drive the most response, more than half the respondents came from inquiries from LinkedIn. Um, Interestingly, though, many of the people who responded, because I asked them on LinkedIn, do not necessarily only say that LinkedIn is their primary network. So a lot of the people, you know, where last year I really thought it was a bias that, oh, my God, everybody from LinkedIn responded, they're promoting LinkedIn. But what we, we're seeing this year is, is LinkedIn seems to be, when you reach out to people in that community with a business-focused message, they're more likely to respond, even if they're using all sorts of other tools, they may not see the request on Facebook, especially with some of the things Facebook has done on visibility. So there is a, a I, I would agree there's a bias on LinkedIn, but I'm not sure it is as strong a bias as I originally thought. I just think people notice the request on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about what some of the uh, maybe secondary. Uh, oh, it is interesting to note, looking at LinkedIn, even though people said that it was their primary social network, um, most people said that they only logged into LinkedIn a few times a week. About 23% were 
which was the most common answer, said that they logged into LinkedIn several times a week. Only 14% said they were logging in every day. Absolutely. I mean, so, and I think that goes to the point that, number one, people aren't spending a huge amount of time in general on social media. They're spending the time, but it's not, it's still, the vast majority spend less than an hour every day. Mm -hmm. And um, LinkedIn does not require that ongoing care and feeding the way um, Twitter does. And so you can be active and get a tremendous amount of value on LinkedIn with a relatively small investment in time. Um, the, uh, uh, you know, when talking about some of the other networks, one of the things we asked about this year was, was the company blog. And I, um, I was pleased to see not just how often logging in, but we asked the question about how often do you update. And, um, uh, you know, it, it looks like, you know, 18 or 19 percent when I'm, you know, adding it all together, at least are updating it several times a week. And I, uh, I think that, um, I think that that's really important that businesses are recognizing the importance of a company blog and that across the board, um, in terms of how often they're updating it, updating their blog is, is uh, right up there with the top three in social media. You know, you've got Facebook in the number one position in terms of how often people are logging in, um, Twitter, LinkedIn, and then, and, and then updating statuses in their blog. I think that's a very healthy trend for small businesses. Absolutely. I think that blogging is the single most important social media slash content marketing activity that any business can do. Um, I think it's critical, and I am really glad to see that positive trend in that direction. About 63% of businesses indicated that they have a company blog of some sort. Um, that's really heartening to see about um, – 37% of those updated at least once a week. So we definitely are seeing an increased emphasis on that. People are seeing that that is something that can pay real dividends and have really important impacts on their business, and it's great to see that growing and changing. You know, and, and then I, I think, you know, that kind of leads into the, it's not just what they're doing, but we wanted to know, you know, why are you doing this? What are you hoping to accomplish? And we, we asked uh, businesses to sort of rank order, and um, you know the number, uh, the 52% of all of the businesses said brand awareness. I'm doing this for brand awareness. Um, interestingly, in second position, you know lead generation. Um, I want people no, actually, to know who second, I am. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah second position is is lead lead generation. Yeah, right. Third, third position, customer engagement and customer service. And you know, to me, that 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 was a little odd because here's this platform that is all about conversation. It's all about talking to people, and the vast majority of small businesses are saying are, are kind of paying lip service to that. They're like. Yeah, 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 it's that conversation. But really I'm doing it because I want people to know who I am. I and, think where is the catch-all for when you actually don't know why you're using social media. <laughs> That's what I genuinely think. Um, in all honesty, uh, and, and to be fair, we did phrase that as brand awareness and marketing, which can mean a mm -hmm. lot of different things. 
But I think that uh, this is actually corroborated when we ask people, how are you measuring the return on, an, or are you measuring the return mm -hmm. on investment? And 62% said they weren't. Yeah. So they, and so again, it kind of goes to they're sort of there, but they don't know why they're there. But I also want to jump back to that other point. If you read a, a, an unfiltered Twitter feed, if you're not looking at a particular list, you're just looking at the feed, and you see update after update after update of people saying, here's my link, here's my link, read my article, read my post, by the way, I got cool stuff, here's this, here's this, here's this. And very rarely you see them saying, oh, why did you do that? Or asking a question, you know, the ratio of blah, blah, blah versus interaction very much plays to exactly this. I mean, I think that people not only say that customer engagement is for the third fight, when I look at their behavior on social media, I think I see this playing out, that the vast majority of them are not using social media for conversation. Well, I think that the other thing that you have to keep in mind is we the most of the people who answered the survey have small businesses, and of those, most of the people the, the majority said that they fell between two and ten employees, so very small businesses. I think that when you see the word customer service, and that's how that that question is phrased, using it for customer service and customer engagement. I think that people think of that as something very specific. They think of that as people complain about stuff on Twitter or wherever, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, it can be anywhere, and I respond to that. Mm -hmm. So I think that because so many of these businesses are so small, they're not Delta. They're not Comcast. They don't have people griping at them all the time about, you know, my flight was late. So I think that perhaps it, that has something to do with size, not necessarily perhaps what you're talking about, but simply we don't have customers coming to us and talking about that. You know, I mean, I think I think that's fair, and I think that may be something that we look at changing the way that question is worded next year. Um, the, the one that always amazes me, because I always think about the Internet as the place to learn everything. I mean, you know, ask me a question. If I don't know, I'm either going to go to Google or I'm going to pop it out to one of my social networks and say, hey, you guys know anything about this? And I was surprised at how few people actually use um, social media in general for um, conducting research or finding information and finding news. Um, I, think that's an, I think that's an opportunity for small business owners to, um, to look at the tools in different ways, in ways that they are not currently using them. I would agree, though. I would point out that 45% of respondents said they use social media to conduct research. 53% said they used it for finding news or information. 45% for finding resources or tools. So people are absolutely using these. I think that there's room for growth. And I really think that a lot of that has to do with the, the gap between using social media personally and social media professionally. Absolutely. And I, and I think, you know, the, um, the smaller the business, the more difficult it is, I think, to separate those. I think when you're in a company of 200 people and you're logging in to do social media updates for your company, mm -hmm. 
you are all about the business in that moment because that's your job and that's what you're doing. I think when you're in a company like ours that has, you know, seven people, yes, you log in to do social media and you do business updates, but, you know, in the next second you're doing a, a personal update and those two kind of work very closely together. Absolutely. The lines, the lines get blurry. Um, you know, one of the other things that we look at in um, this survey is measuring results because I do think that social media and Internet marketing in general is the most measurable of mediums. And um, so we ask the question, you know, what are you looking at? And, um, you know, people are seeing fans and followers, the easy things. You get, you know, 81% of the respondents said, oh, yeah, you know, I look at fans, I look at followers, I look at, you know, comments and replies at around 70%. So the, the very high-level stuff I think people are tracking, where I think people are not maybe looking as closely as they should are some of the things further down the scale of um, You know, are you looking at leads? Are you looking at the sales conversion? Why do you think that is? I think that people are still looking at the things that are easy to measure. It's very easy to glance at your Facebook page and see how many fans you have. It's very easy to glance at your Google Analytics and see what your web traffic is. But to kind of follow those down the chain, um, that becomes a little bit more difficult. Um, and I also think that people are not, and we see this in our clients, people are not doing a great job of tracking people who find you on the Internet, but then pick up the phone to make their conversion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you know, we talked at the beginning of, of the conversation today about the fact, you know, I'm asking you in Florida, I'm, I'm at a conference with people that run inbound marketing and digital agencies, and this is very much the conversation um, across the country is getting business owners to start looking at not just a high level, but really turning to their, their Internet marketing for results. And I think that first step is, you know, using it to move people through your funnel, to get them to landing pages, to get them to fill out conversion forms. And um, I think that's, you know, that, that, that's a challenge in general, but I think that that's the only way that companies are going to decide, yeah, it's worth continuing to do that. Absolutely. It's not enough just to have a website. It's not enough to just drive people there. They've got to have something to do once they get there. They've got to have ways of getting into your funnel so you can have a follow-up conversation, especially if you don't buy, you know, an impulse purchase that people are going to buy right then and there. You've got to find a way to make it a long-term relationship. And, you know, the uh, the follow-up question, you know, the, the question I ask after, you know, looking at kind of metrics is, you know, what are you spending on social media? And, you know, the vast majority of companies are spending less than 10% of their total marketing budget on social media. And I think one of the reasons is because they can't measure the results. Because, they, you know, if they're not really measuring and connecting social activity at scale, it's hard to justify spending a lot of money on social media. Absolutely. Um, I think that the other thing that comes into play here is people, and we always struggle with this, people don't value their time. And I mean that in a very serious way. They don't put a dollar amount 
on what an hour spent using social media means. So for instance, Lorraine, as a business owner, you know exactly what it costs to keep each of your employees in their seats doing their jobs, right? In terms of benefits, in terms of pay, in terms of all of that, right? So that has a very concrete dollar value. An hour spent on social media is an hour that, for instance, in our business, we can't spend on, on uh, you know, client accounts. So I think that people aren't taking into account that time factor, and they're just looking at, oh, we spent you know, $500 promoting a post on Facebook to our fans, or we spent you know, $30 a month on a LinkedIn Pro account. I don't think that they're still taking into account the time aspect. And um, I think for a lot of these these businesses, that would be um, perhaps even a little bit frightening if they started calculating, you know, my employees spend 10 hours a week, and, you know, it, it costs me, you know, by the time I'm done with, with benefits, with salary, and, you know, all of the stuff around that employee, you know, that employee, it costs me, let's say, $25 a week or, or $30 an hour, I'm sorry, you know, $30 an hour or $50 an hour. Well, all of a sudden, that 10 hours that they're spending, that's $500 a week. That's $2,000 a month. And, and you're right. I don't think that um, most businesses calculate the time spent. Um, you know, Lorraine, I have uh, a question actually from Twitter. Tamara, hit it.
And you can find us on Twitter at at Roundpeg. And if you aren't on Twitter, just go to our website, fill out the contact form. You can get there right from the homepage and tell us that you'd like the survey. Absolutely. Um, One more quick note. Next week, if you are interested in learning a little bit more about podcasting, um, our guest is going to be Alan Hauser. And Alan has had a number of successful podcasts over the years. My first podcast experience was actually on a guest, as a guest on one of his programs. So I'm really excited about closing the loop and sort of exploring kind of sidebar um, use or social media and and, and Internet marketing tools. If you're curious about learning more about how to use the tool, why or when to use the tool, uh, that's going to be a great show. And that will be next week, same bat time, same bat channel, 10.30 a.m. on Wednesdays, and we will hope to uh, see all of you there. Awesome. Allison, camera guys, thanks so much. Thank you, boss. Try not to uh, have too much fun without us. I'm going to try. Um, If you've enjoyed today's program and if you'd like to learn more about marketing and social media, be sure to drop by our blog at roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.